get fired. All right. Welcome to a new episode of Let's Get Fired. I'm your host, Drew Simon. I am joined by my co-host, Clayton Palmquest. What's up? And today we are joined by local Utah stand-up comedian, Oz Morris. How are you doing, Oz? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, Clay, I love the gold chain. You know, I wanted to get one too, but I'm not really Hispanic or an Eastern European nightclub owner, but you seem to pull it off pretty well. Thanks, man. Dude, you just got roasted. Dude, uh, that hurt, man. (laughs) I wish I had a machine gun fire sound effect. (laughs) Hell yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you back on. I had you on once before, but I will say... uh, Too much applaud. Things have uh, changed since uh, last time you were here. Sure. Uh, We didn't have this podcast space. Right. Uh, We didn't have, I mean, the microphones or the video component. And we didn't really have people listening to it. So... (laughs) So my job was safe yes. for, that, for then. So those things have all changed. Uh, so we might ask repeat questions. Uh, some of them are brand new questions. Sure. So just answer them as if you've never been on before. You got and, it. Uh, yeah, because I think most of the people listening, this is their first time meeting you. Well, good to meet you all. Please, uh, hopefully I, I'm, I'm great. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> well, let's just jump right into it. So let's get fired. Uh, Oz, what was your first job ever? First job ever was a cashier at a junior college. Uh, I was a 16 year old scrawny kid and I had to be the one to check out all the, the boys and their girls who went there. I mean, well then I, they actually had to pay for the food once I checked them out, but, so but yeah. check out the fellas. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Just financially out speaking, dudes. <laughs> but for the ladies, some of them I yeah did both. Yeah, so, but yeah, so I did that. I was uh, so I'd stand there and I would do what the college? Stuff. It was called Diablo Valley College in California. Okay, yeah. I forget you're from California. Yeah, that's right. That's what right. part? Bay Area. Bay. Okay, that explains a lot. Yeah, <laughs> not really. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. So, how old were you when you moved to Utah? I, well, I moved to Utah after I got, uh, when I got married, actually, that's not true. It was 2006 when I came here for, for school. Uh-huh. And then I met my, who I thought was a Mexican foreign exchange student. I, I met, I met this woman and then I, I opened up a conversation with her fifth guy at the pool to hit on her that day, but the funniest. And, uh, then after that, she wanted to marry me. So we, we tied the knot in December and then I stayed here in Utah to go to BYU. I never ended up doing it. And I just you didn't go to BYU. I did go to some. I did like do like summer school at BYU, okay. but never got fully admitted in. And then and then we just kind of stayed. We stayed around the proximity, so I could go. And I ended up just. Did you get your degree? No. Really? Yeah, I dropped out oh. of high school. I got my GED, and I have a two year degree from uh, Provo College. Really, high yeah. school dropout. I never would have pegged you for a high school dropout. Well, thanks. That means I'm really smart then. Yeah. Wow. Clayton graduated high school. And yeah, that's true. How does that make you feel? <laughs> What's the funniest thing is... I dropped out yeah. of community college, though. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The craziest thing is on graduation day, a bunch of people approached Clayton and said, oh, my gosh, Clayton, you're here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really go to school senior year very much. Really? Yeah, dude. <laughs> so dude, get I, this. I This is how sad. This is kind of sad and pathetic. I dropped out of high school in like when I was sophomore year of... of high school and then i saw all the fun my friends were having and i was just wasting time doing nothing taking classes at that junior college mm-hmm. and i was like i want to go back for all the fun activities so my dad negotiated me to go back for my senior year without any hope of graduation just so i could be there for the activities and i went the whole year and I'd like you know so i got to go to grad night prom all of that didn't mean a dang thing in my curriculum and so, or curriculars so it uh so you just got to like mess around then yeah that's awesome Dude, that's that's better even. Well, Dude, nice. <laughs> that was good. I did it the worst. I took high school like very seriously. Oh yeah. My senior year, I was like all AP classes. Right. And I was oh, just like wow. killing myself. Jeez. Uh, and then I didn't graduate from college. <laughs> <laughs> but when I look at you taking AP classes, I didn't. You're not a person I would think would take AP classes. I I don't know if it's burn. <laughs> Fuck you, Dude, just got lit <laughs> up. <laughs> but that's amazing. Like that's really cool. It's like wow. Sometimes I forget that you're smart. You know. Oh, thank you. 
No, I the once upon a time I really liked school. Yeah. I didn't start hating school until college. I see. Really? <clears throat> yeah. See, I when I I did a visiting term at BYU after after uh, high school, and it was so much fun. That's where I had my first kiss, and then I learned how to do Nickmo, and like you know, so I did. I made is that, a, is that where you you put it in, but you don't move around? No, that's kidding. that's <laughs> that's soaking. Uh, that was before my. I was after my time. Uh, I was. Uh, I just learned like some guys taught me how to. Go in to kiss a girl, and I was like, learn all the moves. And once I was able to learn, unlock that, like you know, like that 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 thing, it's like, oh, this is how you do it. Once I was able to figure that out, then I was like, man, I was off to the races. Like, was it like a Will Smith like character who taught you how to do it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, I don't know how. Actually, it was a girl. A girl. A girl taught me, uh, you know, how to do like how to kiss, like how to go in for a kiss. I don't, you know, the whole thing about about the approach, like. I don't want to make my head go in and make it look all weird. And she taught me how to do it really smoothly. And then I was like, once she taught me after that, I would, I went up, I was like, like month after month, I was like kissing girls. And then I, when I got to like, this is really stupid, but I got to like nine kisses. I didn't want to get to 10 before my mission because I was like, if I meet my wife, she'll like, how many girls did you kiss? And if I say it's at more than 10, she'll be like, I don't want to be with you. But I'm like, well, it was less than 10. They'll be like, okay, that's an acceptable number. So like, you yeah. was your wife lucky number 10 then? No. <laughs> I don't know if you want to know the exact number that she was because after my mission, that was another number entirely. But yeah. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking crushing it, dude. Dude, oh man. I feel like both, well, yeah, both of you guys would have done okay, man, if you hadn't been Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. But my point, sorry, going back, college was awesome. College was so much fun. I didn't take as many hard classes, so. I maybe I didn't feel your 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 pain, but man, college was like you could just walk over. I didn't have to have a car to pick up a girl in a day. I just walk over to her dorm and I was like, hey, you just take out the middleman of the car. This is great. Yeah, that was nice. I, I did like the social aspect of college. Yeah. Uh just the classes were hell. Um so what is the worst job you've ever had? Ooh, there is a lot. That's a big number. Uh, I think I told this last time on the podcast or the, you know, it's like the first time I trying to sell cotton candy at a football game. One day I lasted one day. I had to wear a gigantic oversized pink shirt and it was, it was a humiliating thing. Cause other girls who, you know, like used to have a thing for me or they did have a thing for me before they saw me in the pink shirt and they saw me and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm engaged. I'm, I need to make money, you know, like, like that's the, it was either that or prostitution. I was like, well, let's go with the cotton candy. Those were so. the only options, cotton candy <laughs> selling or prostitution. <laughs> no, but I don't know. It's just like, that's what it was. But I had another job after I got married. I, I did a, I still installed insulation. Uh, I did, you know, I was, it was terrible, terrible, awful thing. I was not that good at it and I was slow. And uh, yeah, so that's, that was a bad job. The cotton candy selling one was I installed siding at BYU. I know like I installed, I worked for a construction company up there and uh, was not good at that as well. So not, not the best. Crazy. Um, have you, have you ever stolen from a job? Uh, I want, no, I mean, I get like a few HDMI cable. I work in it, so I will get a few HDMI cables here and there. Spec, you and know, you kept them. Sure. Yeah. You don't <laughs> need them. You're like, okay. And the, but it's like, they, you know, you get them stuck in there, but uh, no, like, and not willfully like, oh, I'm going to steal this laptop from my job. No, I didn't do that. I had a laptop in my last job I really wanted to keep, but I had to send it in. Um, Have you ever done a NICMO with a coworker? Hmm. No. I, okay. So I, I never had you a... catered that question for Oz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, all my NICMOs were in college and uh, didn't. Didn't have it. Oh, I did used to sell, I used to sell kids shoes and, uh, and I, yeah. So I don't know why that's so funny. You look like a <laughs> salesman for children's <laughs> shoes. You're just cause like, you're talking about making out with ladies. <laughs> I sold children's shoes. Okay. So I, I'll tell you where this is going. So, and I, and I'm still thinking about this years later. So they had this manager's manager show up and this is this really young, attractive woman. Uh-huh. And we had chemistry. We, we were, we were joking around and stuff, and I was, and she asked me to do something. I said, "I'll, I'll do that if you say this about me, how, how cute I am, or something like that." She's like, "Forget it," and she was hilarious. And I thought we really had something, and then, uh, and then they started not putting me on the schedule after that. And so uh, that's kind of that would that would be my chance of a nickname with a coworker, but 
apparently it was more of a um okay not a willful I, they just i guess she just didn't want it so she's like uh let's not have him work here anymore i don't know why that was eastern european but yeah she was just like yeah so let's take him off the schedule so i stopped working at a kid's shoe store crazy so who's uh who's the most annoying coworker you ever worked with Ooh, that's that's uh Okay, so at my last job, we had this guy. His name was Angelo. He's from Canada. And he would send us messages on Slack that were like in the middle of a sentence that didn't make any sense whatsoever. And he's like, yeah, that's when the doctor said my rash was getting really bad. I'm like, what are you even talking about? Like, where did this even come from? Like, Angelo, start a whole sentence first before you get to the middle of it. And that... And so he would do it and he just did that all the time. And it was the most random thing and annoyed the heck out of all of us on the team. And then uh, finally, after like two years, he got laid off and then we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that was it. That was, that was Angelo. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, let's see here. I can think of any other ones off the top of my head, annoying coworkers. Um, yeah. I, oh, yeah. So I had this. Uh, what was Angela's ethnicity? I'm guessing French, but uh, likely story. No. <laughs> so we, I worked at this. I worked at this uh, other company. I won't say the name, but we had this woman who had this really shrill voice. She used to do day trainings for for inspirational stuff, and my parents took her class, and they were like, "Geez, her voice is shrill." She's one of those people who thought if she talks with a loud shrill voice, that that's like public speaking. So she'd yeah. be like, she'd be like, all right, here we go, everybody. Let's go ahead and get out there. Okay, everyone, put, you know, pencils down. And it was just like, my parents both got migraines at the end of the day from this thing. So this, this person. So yeah. And she didn't, she didn't like it when I changed her wallpaper because it was, she had an old wallpaper and I was like, I have a better version of that wallpaper. And I put it and she didn't like that. So that was another really annoying one. Oh, and then on the same job, we had this other girl who was very, very, Sorry, you're opening the Pandora's box here, but she was very, I was playing Call of Duty with like these other guys and she kept on asking me questions about this one error that and was after my shift. So she couldn't shoot him and bothering me. And she kept on saying, uh, can you, so I'm getting this error and I'm getting this and I'm like, it has, you can, you could ignore it. And she just wouldn't let up about it. And uh, yeah, she was really annoying. Man, bitches, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, bitches indeed. It shouldn't be in the workplace. That's not what I meant at all. Well, I mean, we could feel what you're throwing out there. <laughs> we're just okay, brother. We'll just we're all on the, the same g- team here. Yeah, dude, we're just filling the gaps for you. No, no. I I support women in tech fully. <laughs> so uh, what's the... Tell me about the worst boss you've ever had. Ooh. Uh... Yeah, that's that's a that's a little bit that's a little bit tough because each boss was a little bit different in their own way. Some of them I really liked. I didn't have like before. Let's see here. Uh, okay, so I worked at uh, I worked at a Dell call center. Oh, I had a boss. He was not too bad, but they didn't really care if you got paid. Like they didn't never give any raises ever. So that was it but it's like he wasn't just a terror he wasn't like a terrible person but later on i found out he was a massive drug addict so i'm like oh that's where all the money's going no i don't know but uh and then i did i don't know like i've had i've had several i've been very blessed to have a lot of good bosses i i worked for one person i don't want to say the name but for like a long time like like the longest i've ever worked for anyone and he's one of those guys that's like he has to win at everything and he's and he would, and I was, they did drama. Like he would like, like to make it like, as if you were like, when you disappointed him, like you were disappointing, he was disappointed in you as his son. Ah, uh, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. Bye. And the drama. Oh my gosh. The, the, the nights of like anxiety between that I would share with my wife. Like, is he mad at me? What did I do wrong? What's going on? Yeah. Not a big fan. Keep the drama off 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 the workplace and and you're good just like let's get it going did you mess up on that do better at that boom let's go okay what's uh what's the worst case of time theft that you've ever committed uh well one time after a medical procedure i think it was a hysterectomy no i'm kidding uh i think it was a uh i had a 
uh, appendix, appendicitis, and I had to take this medication. So, and I was, and I was working my, you know, that, 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 that boss was really kind of driving a, you know, like, you got to keep working. You want to show him how hard of a worker you are. So I was working on someone's computer. And I was on this medication and I was on front of their server working on it. And I kept on falling asleep. So I just said, uh, I got to go in my car and check something for a little bit. I'll be back. And then I think I went and slept for like two hours. A two hour nap. Oh, wow. Dude. Wow. Is that your current job? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I, I Did you get fired there? No, no, no. Okay. No. You yeah. got away with it. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, you know, they don't know, but it's like, I mean, it's like, you know, it was just, it was, it was medically procedure. So I think I even told them like, Hey, I just had a medical procedure. And so I think they were really understanding, but, or nobody was really watching. But other than that, it was like, okay. But yeah. Safe. Nice. Right. What, uh, what's your favorite job you've ever had? Probably the one I have now. I think it's not perfect, but I like the culture a lot. It's really, really, it's, uh, and don't tell us where you work, but what is the thing you kind of do at your job? Uh, I do, I do support. I do support for a, for a product. And, uh, and I, and I, you know, the, the work is, is challenging, but the culture around it is terrific. So it's like, Hey, you know, like we love, uh, you know, like if you have something with your family to have, like they say to hell with, with what you're doing, go take care of your family. Like I've never had a job like that. It's always like, keep your vacations short and, you know, show how like, like, be the first to clock in, the last to clock out. Show how committed you are mm-hmm. to not get paid any raise anytime soon. Or if it is, it's like one point one point two percent. And you're just yeah. like, what? What am I sacrificing for? How many nights am I missing out on my for my daughter, my wife? You know, how many nights am I missing out to like show you how good of a worker I am on that last job? I seriously, one day I I came in on a on a Friday at seven a.m. and then I didn't leave till seven a.m. the next day. You know, like that was commitment. And and he's like, mm, in a couple of years, like maybe we'll give you a raise in a little bit. It's like, like what kind of crap is that? Sorry, I'm going off. Oh, no worries. Dude. So uh, if you could wipe one country off the face of the map with the nuke, which country would it be? Oof. Well, uh, I love people of all countries and ethnicities. Thank you. And uh, I would say, I mean, South Africa I love Trevor Noah a lot and he has done, and he's like one of the best comedians of all time, but South Africa has the top. It's like the rape capital of the world and the car theft capital of the world. So that's what I said last time. But now I'm like, I'm thinking kind of like Afghanistan, not Afghanistan. Uh, I was thinking Saudi Arabia or Iran mainly because what they're doing to the women over there. Like, you know, Women are so, gorgeous over there. Like but don't the, cover them it's up. Real good cover. The women will, the women will <laughs> die too though. If you nick them. Yeah, but, I mean, the bit, no, we should be, put them out of their misery. <laughs> <laughs> like, but at least you're, you know, you're getting rid of the the pay, the the mad patriarchy over there. Like, yeah, no, it's you have to wear a trash bag all day. Your husband comes home like wearing pajamas and sandals, yeah. and they, you like, don't even have a clitoris, so you know you can't even enjoy sex. <laughs> they do cut those off. Oh yeah, they yeah. do female what? circumcision. Holy crap! You know they have a, they had a fashion show over I think it was in Saudi Arabia they had a fashion show female fashion show over there but because they don't allow women to showcase it off they had drones basically carrying the clothes through the air like like dementors from Harry Potter. <laughs> like, oh dude, how messed up is that? I thought you were going like to say it. they had men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they threw those men off of a rooftop for being gay. Yeah. <laughs> So which one, Saudi Arabia or Iran? Uh, probably, uh, like, if I could just take out the leadership of Saudi Arabia and then put it in with a good leadership, I would. That would be what I'd like to do. But um, yeah, let's go. Let's go Iran. No, actually, let's go Saudi Arabia. Saudi they have way Ar- too much power. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, because you know they killed that journalist a couple of years ago because he was speaking out against the leader there, and we in America all have to kiss his. Big keister. I, guess, I don't know. My only problem with that, Saudi Arabia is waging a genocide in Yemen right now. Uh-huh. And I really like that. Why? So, yeah. That would really throw a wrench in things if Saudi Arabians stopped killing all those babies in Yemen. Why would that what oh that doesn't well, make any sense. Well, well no, we're just say, we're just with you. We agree that we they're agree. they're you know, they're bad people and sure. they need to be But no you know? place is all bad, like the genocide. So Jesus. <laughs> I have chased the waste, man. <laughs> All right. I was trying to go along with it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I appreciate you trying to save it, Clay. <laughs> I saw that. But then he's like, nope, let's like let's keep going double downing into the genocide. All right. Well, next question here. Uh, have you ever sexually assaulted a coworker? No. I have no I mean, I don't think any like 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 Tanner said in this previous, I don't think you're gonna get yes to anyone. Eventually we will. <laughs> Someone will. I did I did uh one time a girl okay, so this is a story. This is a girl. She's very litigious, very horrible person. Complaint. She wrote complaints about every single person. She was saying, we were talking about, and I just had a surgery. So mm-hmm. she said, oh, when I had my surgery, I could only eat this and this and this. And I said, what kind of surgery did you have? And then she said, I got my boobs enhanced. And I was like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to, to pry. She complained to HR that I asked her if she got her boobs enhanced. And I'm like, no, I just said, what kind of surgery do you have? So- that if that can't that's that's that this as far as that went but yeah is enhanced the word she used i don't know i don't remember i try to think i blocked it out of my memory <laughs> yeah a lot of times people do that with their crimes just kidding. wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she yeah she liked to she liked to come into the office with low cut shirts all the time and if you said one wrong thing yeah. hr complaint and uh you're just like and i that mean it yeah. wasn't just me. She complained about a bunch no, of No, dude, I, I hate it when whores do that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But uh I, I met her. You I saw only the, think it. I saw her at the gym a little a year few like a year or after she left and uh, we started at the gym and I was like, Hey, what are you doing now? She's like, I work in HR. I'm like, Oh, so you work for the evil side of the company, huh? And she got really offended. Like, no, they're not the evil side of the company. I wish I would have said, like, oh, now you can just take out the middleman and go and just drop the complaints yourself. But uh I didn't think about that till a year later. <laughs> Is that your current company? No, that was that was jobs ago. That was the one I was at for a while. Okay. Uh, do you ever get murderous thoughts at work? Uh, n- no, no, no. I get. I don't really get murderous thoughts per se. I yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't, I would say no. I don't get murderous thoughts. No, you never like see someone who annoys you and just like think about slamming their face into the keyboard. Like them. <laughs> no, surprisingly, I know. Thankfully, we don't have, they, uh, where I work, they have a strict no a hole policy. So we have a lot of good people at the place, thankfully. So I feel like that's impossible to bet. They do a really good job. It's a really high bar. So they're like, yep. So most of the people I work with are pretty great. Well, they hire me. Probably not. Not after that genocide joke. But yeah, other than that, <laughs> it wasn't a joke. God damn it, true. Good so, golly. Have you ever stolen food from the break room? Oh, uh, it was all free. Like all the any break rooms we had. I had this this one place that I worked at. Man, I would put a bowl in. And I would stack in so many things: chocolate covered walnuts, the you know the the fruit snacks. Uh, you know, the Swedish fish, the Swiss, and I'd put these little bars on top. I would make a whole entire like house of cards of, of delicious fatty foods that I'd put up, bring to my desk. Now I'm wondering why, when did I got fat? And I'm like, oh, that's probably now I'm just, as I'm saying that, that's when I'm realizing where my belly came from. Just constant day in, day out of picking those big fat snack bowls. But yeah, they were, uh, it was, they, they didn't, they were, they didn't. Yeah, man, us fat dudes, we have to stick together. (laughs) (laughs) I said that, I said, I complained about being fat to Tanner once and he was like, shut the F up right now. And I was like, what, what, what? I will tell you this though. Uh, what's because I got a little bit more, uh, you know, a little more of a spare tire around the midsection. I have a lot more respect for, for how all these fat guys can put their shoes on. Like, (laughs) dude. Oh man. I tell you what, man, that, is uh, one thing that's been really positive so far about not drinking, man. That was a real thing for me for a really? while. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like breathing and sucking in air like a dying fish, like after yeah. putting just your laces, like, oh, all right, double knotted. Uh, no, no matter how fat I've ever been, I've never had that problem. That's... <laughs> I guess if you're able to move your belly out of the way, but I, I look at some of these comics and I'm like, I'm like, man, how did he put those shoes on? I, I'm not going to say any names because I have respect I, for I them. know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. for sure. D- Dennis. No. <laughs> Tanner. Clint Holt. Uh, I, I I refuse to confirm or deny which one's out of that list. But yeah, they uh, how they do it, it's amazing. Mad respect. Have you um, have you ever like lost your temper at your boss and yelled at them? 
Ooh, uh, I've never ever yelled. I did at one of my last jobs. My boss was like, "You were." T- I was talking to my wife. My wife and I were having some really, really serious conversation on the phone about something, and my boss was like, "You're you were on that phone call a little too long. You need to get back to your desk." And I just blew up at him. Was like, "Hey, dude, I don't even know if you understand. Like, I'm we're almost my, my wife and I are almost on the verge of splitting up, and so like this is doesn't mean anything compared to what you're going through and." And he gave a really good, you know, he's like, no, it does. It really does. And and he was really cool with it. And then, and then he was like, you want to take the day off to go spend some time with your wife? You can do that. But I was just like, dude, this is so, like, you're blowing up and like, I'm dealing with my relationship troubles and you, you're bringing this in. And so, and, uh, and he was really cool about it. So I've had, thankfully I've had some managers. I had one where I had stayed up till like three in the morning at a late night job. And he was like, why aren't you at your first appointment at eight o'clock? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I needed a little more sleep. I don't want to crash the car and die. Right. And he goes, oh, no, that's no problem. I got up at five this morning. I was able to get my first appointment at six. I'm like, yes, because you're a freaking robot, man. Like when you go to bed, you don't lay down. You just stand next to it and go power down. <laughs> and so, yeah, he was okay with that too, thankfully. Nice. <laughs> that was a lot more than I thought. There, I thought it was going to be a for sure no on that one. <laughs> I even uh, changed it a little bit. The question is, have you ever cussed out your boss? I was like, yeah, there's no, no way. No way that. Oz would do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever uh, quit a job like without putting in a two weeks notice besides the cotton candy gig? Ooh, uh, I can't. You know what? Okay. So I, I actually had this whole story ready prepared. Uh, is about... Um, so I worked at an insulation company and, and I, and I knew it was like that I was probably going to get fired. And I was just like, so I went to the, I went and like, I went to this other installation company, this, their competitor and I got a job there like right away. Like, cause I was, so I was engaged at the time. I needed to prove to my wife that I was marriage material. And so if I didn't have a job, she would have left me. So I was really scared. So I'm like, I better get another job. Right. So they fired, they kind of like, let me go, and then I joined this other job. And Dude, then, your wife sounds needy. She needs oh, to have a job. Oh no, she's she's good now. Like she's great. But back then, she was scary. Like I was terrified. I'm like, if you know, if like if I don't get a job, she'll leave me. And and you know, like she had a pressure for her parents, like you know, because they want to make sure that she's in a for sure thing. She's in the, the she's from Brazil. She's just from the richest country. Like she's living in the richest country, and then she's dating the poorest American that she could find. <laughs> Like on our first date, sorry, this is off the top. That is what usually immigrants do. Yeah. <laughs> on our first date, I was so poor. I said, hey, is this a date or not? Because if it's not, I need you to pay for yourself. I actually said that. And she Holy loved, shit. She loved my honesty so much that she's like, she paid for herself and it became a date through the night. She's like, you were so honest. That was good. Anyways, going back to your wow. question. So this, so I went from the, so first installation company is a company thankfully no longer exists. But I asked for them, like, I needed my last paycheck. And the guy, one of the bosses, it was a three owned, three bosses owned the place. And they were so, so like, the guy wouldn't pay me my, 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 my last paycheck. And he kept on, I was like, yeah, I didn't take any lunches. I just need my last paycheck. And he's like, well, I'm going to take lunches out because you should have took a lunches. And, and he had the ugliest haircut of anyone I've ever seen. I just wanted to punch him so bad. And, and then, and I was, I blew up at him, yelled at him. And then, and then, you know, I hung up. It's like, whatever. But, I tell you, I never fantasized. Like some people want to fantasize about going up and shooting up their workplace. I never fantasized more about wishing I had a rocket launcher to like not to hurt anyone. Make sure I know what you mean. Everyone's out of the building safely, but to get a rocket launcher to blow up the building. Yeah. yeah. I, I, but and only management is in there. No. <laughs> and so, like, oh, yeah. yeah, he was just really, really awful. But I, I never okay. So going back to your original question, I'm getting off topic with my ADHD, but I've never quit a job without without notice because I would always try to put in the notice, but sometimes it's like, if they, if you're no longer working there, then they're like, you know, yeah, you can just leave right now. We don't need your two weeks, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the one place that I was just like, I could, I saw that guy later on at a block at a Best Buy with his son. And I'm just like, man, if your kid wasn't with you, I probably wouldn't do anything, but I still would like shake my fist at you. Okay. Dude, I get that 100%. Uh, the last job that I got let go from, I, I don't care about it now, but for a long time, I was like, man, if I see that guy on the street, I'm going to just kind of yell and run away, probably. <laughs> I love this. I see this guy. <laughs> uh, that's fun. So uh, when's the last time you've ever said the N-word? Uh, full disclosure, I probably uh, was in Kentucky 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, uh, uh, we were at a, That is the place. Actually, no, actually it was at Huntsville, Alabama. I was in, oh, uh, it was Space even Camp. Even better. It was in Space Camp and people were doing doorbell ditching and they called it knicker knocking and I said it wrong <laughs> and somebody went and told one of the, uh, the, the, the black uh, chaperones that I what? said There's it. There's no black people in space. No. <laughs> no, it was not. We weren't actually in space. It was Huntsville, Alabama. So it was a hotel. And they and they they heard I said that. And I just said it wrong. And they heard I said that. And uh, and so they like went and told them. They went and knocked on the door like, this kid just said this. I'm like, I, I just, you could just say, hey, that you don't say that. But uh, I went and apologized. And this lady let me have it. And I, I learned my lesson. <laughs> So you've gotten scorned for saying it. So, yeah. I, I, I can just see how old were you? I was like 13, maybe 12. 13 year old Oz. And you you just misunderstood. And so then some like I imagine poorly middle-aged black lady just tell you for being <laughs> racist. That's yeah. I was like, I'm really sorry. I really apologize. I didn't mean anything by it. And she was just like, You better know that's not right, boy. Like, you better she don't really say boy. I don't remember what she said. It was so many like, but it's like you better you like you need to know like mm-hmm. what is yeah, that's <laughs> But you better know. So I really learned. Like, I mean, I did I did get also beaten up from a kid. You didn't call of, any of the black kids boy. No, no, <laughs> never, never. And I was just but I I did I never I never said the N-word towards another kid, but I, I did say I did say where they could be construed as racist and, and he like he beat me up. He caught me up caught up to me later that day, he beat the heck out of me. So uh <laughs> he beat out he beat out any type of um those racist words out of me. So. so you're saying beating the shit out of people who say the N word works. I think so. Oh man. Well, that's probably why <laughs> I'm still the way I am. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I, I started taking karate after that hillbilly Kung Fu. Like the first class was like, here's what to do with some guys eyeballing your sister. No, I took, I took a karate class and it was, uh, you know, I started taking karate and then got into it from there, but it was a really, it was a really good thing. Cause like, when they would, when they would, when we would watch like the Jeffersons, my, um, the guy would say something. My mom was like, see, he can say that. You can't say that. Okay. Oz. And I'm like, Oh, you know, thank you. I, I, I understand that now. <laughs> I just, I, so this was like for months afterwards, you had people like, Hey, is a bad Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like my mom would be like, yeah, you can't say that. You know, you just learn the things. But I never repeated. Like I never, ever repeated that. So kind of on that same train of thought, who's uh, your least favorite black person of all time? The lady uh, from Space Camp? <laughs> no, she was fine. She was great. She was just censoring me. They have a, they have a hard way of doing it. But uh, least favorite, I don't know. It could be that bully. It could be Cosby. You know, I liked Cosby before the before the rapes. I know you probably like him afterwards, but I I'm like me. I'm like mm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm bummed they're not bringing him to the Skank Fest. <laughs> they they tried to. <laughs> Did they, they? They were really trying to set that what? up. Man. Yeah, that would that's be fun. Crazy. That's that's insane. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't really don't really look at. Oh, that's my least favorite. This person, well, well not not because well, we're not black, saying that you just thought like, about it, but right. we're just no, I haven't. A person who is a person who happens to be black. That you're like, you know what? That is probably my least favorite black person. Nothing to do with them being black. Just they happen to be black. What would you say to my least favorite black person? Give me my least favorite person. Who's your least favorite person that happens to be black? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it. I don't really have anyone specific other than, you know, guys who are in prison for, you know, doing stuff to women. I don't really have that per se. I don't have like, "Mm." but yeah, I would say if you use, if you use somebody who's, who has the, the platform to make a change and then. And then instead you're really doing horrible things. It's either Michael Jackson doesn't count anymore. So I'd say, I'd say Cosby because Cosby. Yeah. Because it's like, he really could have made a huge difference. Like he was making, he had a whole legacy and then he's just like, but it's like the whole time he even talked about it. I, I was listening to the podcast with the, uh, well, you know that he's, he's out of jail because he's yeah. uh, he's innocent. He's not innocent, but he, cause he, so I was listening to the podcast with Sam Real, Mark Morrill were there at the uh, just for last podcast. And they talked about Bill Cosby. They said he bragged about on Larry King, which is the ballsiest thing. He's like, yeah, you just slip the thing in the drink and the girl is yours. Hello, America. That's what he said. And people were just like, oh, that's so nice. Oh, whatever. We weren't looking for that stuff back then. But now we're like, what the heck? Dude, it's funny. Just the culture has just changed a lot. Yeah. It's it's funny. I remember. Uh, so I have an uncle who's like 10 years older than my dad, who's in his 60s. So my uncle's in his 70s. And uh, 
I remember the three of us were all talking about Bill Cosby one time. And my uncle was like, ah, such bullshit. He went to prison. He was just a player, man. <laughs> and me, me and my dad looked at each other like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, I think guys in the, who were born in the 50s, man, they just they're like, yeah, you Quite get a girl everywhere. drunk and you can you can do it. It's oh fine. Gosh. Yeah, that's what they get for drinking. That's insane. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Sam Real talks about on the podcast about how well he actually has a special and especially talks about how he at, was accidentally roofied by another guy taking a drink to, for uh, from someone else who was meant for a girl. And so he was like an accidental hero in that sense, kind of like a drunk driver who run over a mugger and the girl's like, oh, my gosh, thank you. You saved my life. He's like, I was just here in the wrong place. I, I, mean, I probably have a problem, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like that's that's insane. I, yeah, I didn't I, I, there was no there's no shortcuts with women. You got to go through. Well, the there are shortcuts. They're just, you know, illegal, illegal. Yes, yeah. illegal. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's with the quotes. <laughs> there are they are legal, illegal. <laughs> they, they should no, just, <laughs> They shouldn't be. That's terrible. Um, what's a conspiracy you believe in that a lot of people think is crazy? Ooh, that's a really good question. I wish I would have had pre- pre- adequate prep for that uh, conspiracy. Right. I don't know. I know. I think the multiverse thing is true. Like, I think. Mm-hmm. In in, in a, like the as as good as someone is in this world, there's another world where they're as just as evil, and yeah. so maybe somebody who's like really good in this world is like a pure perverted gross person in another world, and then somebody who's just horribly evil, masochistic person in this world, maybe like maybe there's another world where you know like uh, they were really really good and they made a huge difference. They made a huge change. Maybe there's a world where Cosby was actually. A, a non-rapist and he made a huge change with people right maybe this is where we're jeff there's a Je- place uh, where hitler was just really good right well it's like uh and then uh i'm gonna talk about i'll i'll, I'll, I'll talk about hitler in a second because i had just read something really cool this week but it's about uh and it's mind comp no <laughs> <laughs> but uh john wayne gacy what if there was a world where he was not a homicidal clown kill kid kill a gay killer what if he was actually like you know, a charitable person. Like he was a straight guy. <laughs> what if he was straight? <laughs> At least then he could get in he- into heaven. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a but, bummer that he's going to hell for being gay. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason. Oh, that's hilarious. No, uh, so I actually read something about, you know, Charlie Chaplin in the 1940s. He came out with this movie. In 1940, he exactly came out with this movie called The Great Dictator. Mm-hmm. And he had a mustache just like Hitler. They were actually born within three days of each other, wow. like within four days of each other. And I read this thing. So he gave this, he gave this speech in this movie. Cause like in the movie, he, it was during the height of world war two. And he, in the speech, it's like, what if uh, a, a fool like him switched places with Hitler and had to give a speech in front of TV. And the speech he gives is one of the most amazing, powerful speeches of all time mm-hmm. uh, ever like recorded. And, uh, and he's like, I know, you know, like he starts off with like, I didn't want to be, I don't want to be an emperor. Like we should help each other. Human beings are like that. And I was like, and it's, it's so interesting. Cause like in a way, Charlie Chaplin and Hitler are like mirrors of each other, like a sad mirror. Like one is on the, is, is on the right, then the bright side and the others. Like, one was the Charlie evil. Chaplin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming, but like one is just unspeakable evil. And I'm just like, I read that. And I'm like, that is crazy. You know, like think about that. Like one decided to go for humor. And then one had his like he he decided to really go for his art and he and he did great with his art and one failed out of art school yeah and decided to do the Holocaust so it's like it's 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 insane like yeah don't crap on people's well, art I don't know speaking of the Holocaust uh, our next question how many people died in the Holocaust six uh, over six million over six million yeah so not five million no I'm pretty sure it's over six million over I, six. I I'm pretty sure it's over six million. Like I could look it up, but I'm pretty sure. Why am I wrong? No, that's a good, good answer. Just, just we want to make sure people <laughs> want to make sure. Why, why am I the a person? <laughs> if it makes you feel better, we ask everyone that. Um, well, just you and Dario. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I got you. Uh, so you, it seems like a lot of your problems at work have been with women. Uh, Holy crap! I had so- one, I had one woman problem. What are you talking about? So what is the best reason for banning women in the workplace, you think? Oh, come on, man. Don't don't give me that. Like, I actually want more women in the workplace. You uh, you asked a question to Tanner. I was like, uh, and, and I wish you would have asked it to me. Uh, 
I actually went to like a women in tech at my job because uh-huh. I said, well, actually they said, Hey, you want to join? I'm like, the last thing you guys need is more sweaty, fat guys, like pushing you away from it. True. And they said, no, no, no. It's good for you to come to support. So I went to a women in tech activity. It's me and one other guy and a room full of women. And it's like, it's great. Then again, maybe, I don't know. Like you guys are really masculine, I think. And so you're, you oh, thank just, you. You're no one's like, ever said that. You just, <laughs> that is the first time I've ever heard anyone say that about Clayton. <laughs> But I think you're like, just like, I think, I don't know, like you just go up to other people and be like, so the Seahawks suck last night. You know, like you can do that. Me, sure. it's like, I can go up to a woman. I can make her laugh. Like guys, yeah. it's like, if this guy makes me laugh, then does that mean he's the alpha male? I think there's like that subconscious thing with them. Well, I, uh, I kind of get what you're saying a little bit. Like I, uh, I generally like, like I like women, but like I generally am more comfortable talking to other men than, than women, like as far as. You know, trying to network and stuff. Sure. So you you just like hung out with more women generally. In your life, well, right? I, like, I come from a family of seven. It's like uh-huh. I had one sister. So oh, okay. and we didn't we don't really get along. My last mm. family reunion, I just I flipped her off. And so because, you know, she wanted to go eat at some, you know, like holier than thou vegan esque place or whatever. And I wanted to go eat some meat like a man. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah. She, and so she. And so when she when she got her way, she's like, "That's how we do it." And I just kind of flipped her off behind her back. And she's I was trying like, to turn Geez. you gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know, like, but but it, it, I don't know. I kind of feel safer with women. I don't know what that is. Sure. And they're plus they're funner to look at than other guys, man. Like true. I've been okay. So being in the IT industry for fifteen years, I've been around so many other guys. Yeah. And with girls, it's like you kind of feel safe. There's like a maternal thing where you can like say jokes and have this and they're just oh you're so funny oz oh yeah and uh with with guys it's just like yeah you gonna fix my computer yeah okay then like i don't know like, i'm kind of yeah dude i uh i feel like for me i'm way more comfortable making jokes with other men yeah because i'm like oh man this lady's gonna you know she's probably on her period or something she's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> yeah women don't like comedy <laughs> <laughs> that's right i feel the same as to try my jokes with women about comedy but then again i was i was in the, in the kitchen at my at my uh like in the big cafeteria and i was talking to this one this one woman and uh and i was she has a daughter that's around my same age and I'm like did you watch that movie are you there god it's me margaret yet and she's like no not yet it's like that's all my daughter like you know that next stage of life that's all she wants to talk about and i started doing some of my bits to her about it i think the whole time she really wanted to go, she's like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, it's really a good time." It's like, "Oh, let me tell you this other thing about what's going on with her," and it's so uh, like, "Yeah, I don't know," but uh, yeah, this it, it's just I don't know, like it's fun. Like women can be kind of make it more fun, I guess. It's but true. then again, I always have to watch out because then people are like, "Are you know? Are you, oh, my friends like even if I just go talk to the girl, they're like, oh, Oz is going and flirting with that girl.'" And I'm like, "No, I'm just talking. We're not flirting. We're just talking." Anyways. Yeah. Well, the next segment here, uh, it's called Clayton Surprise. Clayton is going to ask you two questions that I am not aware of. He has not ran them by me. So I'm going to be just as surprised as you are. <laughs> so it's actually for you, it's going to be three and a half questions. So it's tailored specifically for us. Yes. This is great, man. Lay it on. Okay. So the first one, if you could have prevented the Holocaust, you know, all 6 million plus people from dying. Sure. By doing Enigma with Hitler, would you do it? <laughs> oh, I totally forgot Hitler's. That's right. Hitler's. I forgot Tanner's questions that, that it was all about gay stuff. Um, so sorry. Gay stuff. I mean, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, uh, it doesn't make you gay. You'd be saving millions of people. It would lives. make you gay, and you but don't, you, you don't get have to, to save lives. And you don't have to touch his you dick don't get or nothing. Go, but you still don't get to go to heaven. Oh, I don't But those six to... million get to go not hell. Oh, yeah? So. Like, so Ashka Schindler, basically, like, where you slept with a lot of women and then and then uh, saved a lot of lives. Yeah, but you'd be making yeah. out with a man instead of... Sure, women. yeah, sure. What if that would save six million people, sure, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because right, at the you end... You would make out with at, Hitler. At the end, listen, at the end... When there, when G, when God, when Jesus is like, "Hey, so what did you do for your fellow man?" It's like, "Well, I took one for the team, and uh, six million people are still alive because I had to make and out with a mustache." And Ugh. then when God is like, "Men who make out with men go to hell," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, all right," I just be like, "All right, whatever." 
That was honorable. That, was that is honorable that, is that you'd be willing to go to hell to save six million people. Hey, man. Hey. They, Not just they, people, Jews. <laughs> well, jeez Louise. So I don't know if you know this, but I actually descend uh, my on my dad's side. I descend from German Jews. Yeah. Hey, me too. Yeah. So uh, for whatever reason, being good with money was lost along the way. So that didn't stay with me. But Yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I mean, I have I have full respect for the the. Yeah. All right, so this will cleanse your palate a little bit. Taylor Swift, Cutie Patootie, or Plain Jane? Plain Jane. Plain Jane, why I think, is that? I think, I think her feet are too big. Yeah? I her think feet. so. Yeah, yeah. If a girl's feet is way too big, it can be kind of a kind of a turn. I mean, there was this You're one You're a foot girl. guy. Kind of, yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, if they, if, like, okay, there's this one girl I was dating. She was like a model musician. She's great. And, uh, you know, and, and, and her, her, like, and so, uh, and so yeah, yeah. I don't want to lose anyone. That really nice and really cool one, but it might be a little too big. So her feet are too big. Well, um, yeah, just a little maybe. You know, what is okay. her shoe size? Ten. Oh, that is pretty big for a broad. Yeah, I think I think a ten in females and eight in male. I think if I'm yeah. not mistaken, but it's still it's like it's it's it's, it's a yeah, shallow. She thing. might as well be wearing clown shoes. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just me being shallow, and it's like it's this because uh, you know, but yeah. It's uh when I first met my wife, uh, you know, I was looking at her legs and she's like, I was like, where are you from? She's like, I'm from Brazilian sea. And she showed me, I was like, oh, smooth, tan, sexy legs. And she goes, no, my flip flops have the little tiny Brazilian flag on them, the Havaianas. But I was looking at her legs the whole time and my mouth was watering. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Dude, I learned something new about you, man. You're really, really into feet. No, Hell I'm not yeah, really, really. Hell into, yeah, brother. Oh, just That's a little gross. into feet. No. Just, okay. I just said it. It kind of it's 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 kind of important. I, I mean, get it, man. Just like the whole aesthetic, you know what I mean? It's like, what if you're dating someone and they're, you know, one boob's way bigger than the yeah. other? It's gonna be hard because then the girls are gonna be walking in circles the whole day. You'd say, like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the final question, and it's a two part question. All right. On December twenty sixth, nineteen ninety six, John Bonet Ramsey's lifeless. <laughs> Goddamn. Holy crap, man. Her lifeless body was found in her parents' basement. Right. So my question is, why did you kill her? And where did you put her <laughs> panties? Jeez, uh, Louise. Have you, heard, have you heard David Spade's bit about John Bonet Ramsey? No. He, it's actually it's, it's actually Anthony Jeselnik's favorite joke of all time. And it's just like he just says, John Bonet Ramsey's not that hot without makeup, you know? <laughs> She's kind of pretty. But she's not a stunner. Like he actually said, and he's like, "That's my favorite joke of yours, Dave." And he's like, "Oh, okay." But uh, yeah, dude, I was like fifteen at the time. No, maybe sixteen at the time. That's didn't old even, enough to kill a didn't woman. Didn't even live in the area. I don't even know. I saw her she, on the tablets though. She lived in Colorado, just over the border. So yeah, you could have you could have gone there. Never man. been to Colorado except not for once. The, the hospital. Just sorry, hospital airport. Never except for the airport. Interesting. So, you yeah. kind of changed so up good. your story yeah, there for a second. <laughs> Seems to be some inconsistencies. <laughs> My sister was born in Colorado. I've never been to Colorado other than the airport. Why do I want to say hospital? <laughs> the weirdest thing. Dude, I don't think he did. <laughs> Why is it so hot in here? <laughs> that's not. That's not a thing of guilt. You guys did that on purpose, like, uh, <laughs> like <laughs> the Seinfeld episode. Like that, that was so much better than I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, so Oz, Oz, you killed John Benet Ramsey. It's no, confirmed. I did not <laughs> kill anyone. Well, well, you got to say it to the camera, then, man. I did not kill. Oh, sorry. I did not. Did not kill anyone. <laughs> I noticed you didn't say I don't her know name. Why I had to do a click at the end, like I'm like advertising, like it's like I did not kill a ten year old girl. Yeah, like yeah, murder. It's great. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to wrap it up here. I'm going to do some rapid-fire workplace questions. Sure. They're going to rate how, how solid of an employee you are. You got it, buddy. So I prefer to do things on my own rather than work with others. Definitely agree, slightly agree, slightly disagree, definitely disagree. Slightly disagree because, I mean, I like working with others, but I like having my own space too. Okay. 
I prefer doing things the same way. For instance, my morning routine or trip to the supermarket. Oh, uh, it, uh, trip to the supermarket, I think. Okay. So like you prefer doing things the same way, for instance, your morning uh, routine or your trip to the supermarket. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying, so I like, don't... would you agree? Slightly agree? Oh, I see what you're saying. Cause that's like, yeah, I, I, prefer... oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, probably slightly disagree. Okay. I find myself becoming strongly absorbed in something, even obsessional. Oh, I strongly agree. Strongly agree. Yeah. Definitely agree. Yeah. Okay. I'm a very sensitive to noise and will wear earplugs or cover my ears in certain situations. Uh, somewhat agree. Not strongly, but somewhat agree. Slightly. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm on the spectrum, but if someone screams really loud in my ear. I'll scream right back without even thinking. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's so it's, you know, loud sounds and stuff, but it's like, you know, try not to get distracted. The headphones really help with stuff. Okay. Sometimes people say I'm being rude, even though I think I'm being polite. Definitely agree. Slightly agree. Slightly disagree. Definitely disagree. Slightly disagree because sometimes I'll say something and it, and it, it comes across, right? Like I wanted to, I won't say which com comic it was, but I just said, and I, without thinking, I don't know. I just said, you know, I could really imagine you getting bullied growing up. Like I can totally imagine that. And he's like, Oz, do you not even think before you see, he blew up at me. Like he was mad. Like, it's like, do you not even think before you say anything? I was like, Oh, sorry, man. I just, I just feel for you. That's all. Like, that's all I was trying to say, but yeah. Okay. I find it easy to imagine what characters from a book might look like. Yeah. Strongly agree. Okay. I find it easy to talk in groups of people. Strongly agree. I'm more interested in finding out about things than people. Uh, somewhat disagree. I find numbers, dates, and strings of information fascinating. Yeah, somewhat agree. I prefer nonfiction books and films to fiction. Uh, strongly disagree. Actually, sorry, strong, uh, somewhat disagree. Because I like a lot more fiction than, than nonfiction. Okay. Really? Yeah. I'm a nonfiction guy. Yeah, I love I love a good a good war movie. Yeah, those are That's good, what, but I love I love a psychopath. good <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the new All Quiet on the Western Front? No, I, I saw a lot of rewards I got though. Really and, I recommend it. Okay, we'll check it out. It's all in a different language, so we'll have to get used to that. But uh I yeah, I love a good good fiction storytelling thing that's just like it gives a powerful message. I was showing my wife that uh there's a scene in the movie Gravity the other day. And, uh -huh. you know, like the movie Gravity, there's that scene at the end when she's like, you know, like I have a bad thing. Like, man, like I get emotional about that. Like, I, I'm like, honey, this is such a powerful thing. And she's like, why are you so emotional? Are you on your cycle? Like, <laughs> we're, we're a little bit different. Okay. Well, we're halfway through these. Let's Sorry. nail these out. Uh, I find it upsetting if my daily routine is upset or changed. Yeah, strong. I probably agree. Yeah, somewhat agree. Okay. It's difficult for me to understand other people's facial expressions and body language. Strongly disagree. I don't have any problems making small talk with new people. Uh, strongly agree. I do, man. That's a, it's a real problem. You have a hard me. time with that? Oh, yeah, dude. I love people. I love, you can learn anything. From, you can learn, yeah. uh, like, you can always learn something new from a complete stranger. And I love that. Yeah. And you can, and like, sometimes you always have a, some type of connection, you know? Like, it's true. It's great. Yeah. I notice a very small changes in a person's appearance. Disagree. Slightly or definitely? Definitely, uh, probably definitely disagree. Sometimes when my wife gets back after being gone for a while, I'll just say, nice haircut. And you know, she didn't get a haircut. I'm just taking a guess. No, I don't, I've never actually done, but I like, I should because it's like, sometimes like, do you notice anything different about my hair? And it looks exactly the same. So, yeah but it's just a haircut. Okay. I like collecting information about things I'm interested in. Oh, strongly agree. I like meeting new people. Strongly agree. People close to me say I talk about the same things repeatedly. Somewhat agree. I find it easy to work out what people are thinking or feeling just by looking at their facial expressions. Mm, somewhat disagree. New social situations make me feel anxious. Strongly disagree. 
it's important to me to carefully plan any activities I'm going to. Uh, somewhat agree. I find it hard to work out what people's intentions are. Mm, strongly, uh, well, somewhat disagree. I would find it really hard to play imaginary games with children. Oh, strongly disagree. I'm good. I am a good diplomat and can help ease difficult social or work situations. Strongly agree. I'm often the last person to understand a joke. Somewhat agree. I like doing things spontaneously. Somewhat agree. If I'm interrupted doing something, I find it hard to get back to what I was doing oh, before. Oh, strongly agree. For sure. That's ADHD yeah, dude, me right too, there. man. That's ADHD. I notice patterns in all things all the time. Strongly, dis- uh, somewhat disagree. <laughs> I have some very strong interests and get upset if I can't pursue them. Some, uh, somewhat agree. I can tell if someone I am talking to is getting bored. <laughs> strongly agree. Okay. All right. Good news. What's that? Based on your answers, you experience very few signs of autism. (laughs) What do you have to say to the haters? (laughs) Uh, Suck it, Trebek. No, uh, suck it, Michael. No, I don't know. It's... um, (laughs) No, yeah, thank you. I'm just really proud of this. Uh, I want to thank my mom, my dad, my agent, I mean, my wife. And uh, yeah, I'm just glad that my wife helped taught me a lot of of these things. All my friends, too, helped me to not be autistic. So not that it's a bad thing if you're there. So, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now we'll wrap it up with your performance review based off of all of the questions you have answered. Yeah. Uh, Clayton and I are both going to guess if you've ever been fired from a job before. Sure. And we're going to give you a rating on a scale of one to 10. So I'm going to guess as an employee, I'm going to say you're an eight as an employee. You're very employable. Thank you. But I'm going to guess that you have been fired before. Okay. Um. I'm going to give you a 10. Uh, Thank you. I uh, I think you have been fired before, but you did kill John Benet Ramsey, and I think that's fantastic. <laughs> Holy balls. Jeez Louise. Okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. So what's the truth? Have you been fired before? I don't really know if it was like, you're fired, but uh, I did get laid off. I got laid off in the housing market, but I also got laid off another job in 2011. And I already had another job lined up. Yeah. So thankfully I knew it was coming, but I think that's it. I've, and then I did tell a guy, to, have a guy tell me, I think you'd be some better working someplace else. I, and that was a, a coupon book like mm-hmm. a, that you people would buy on. Sorry, not a coupon book. Uh, a 30 minute money making system. People would buy on an infomercial. Very sleazy. I wasn't good enough to even work there at the time. <laughs> so yeah, I would say uh, I don't know if that's ever been the words ever been spoken. You're fired, but three yeah. different companies is like, yeah, we got to cut you. Well, I think getting laid off doesn't really count. Well, uh, yeah, if the company is making cutbacks, yeah, but if they just picked you right. based off performance, that would be fired. Sure, I would say. sure, yeah. Well, the 2008, he had to make one cut of one one tech. There was like eight of us in 2008, and I was the one to do it because my performance just was just below someone else's. So yeah. I don't know if that counts. You're fired. <laughs> we just watched Waterboy. So it's stuck in my well, head. Well, fun. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for doing this. This was a very fun episode. Thank you for having me. This yeah, has been great. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we learned a lot about you, man. Do you want to yeah. know where people can find me? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> this is something I need to get better at. I'm, I'm still learning how to be a podcast host. Uh, Oz, where can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Oz Morris Comedy at, at, on Instagram. And I try to host an open mic. I host an open mic every other Thursday at the social in Provo, Utah. It's underground and uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. And then uh, uh, coming soon will be a podcast and, and just look for that. 
Okay. So, and cool. I will include your uh, Instagram in the description for Thank the you. episode. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, I'm i not going to be hosting this podcast very long, so you can follow oh. me at Clayton Palmquist Comedy on all platforms. Yeah. Uh, also, you can follow me on OzKillJohnBenetRamsey.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Clayton will be on periodically. Yeah. All right. All right. Goodbye. Thank you. You're fired.